You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. It's lights, camera, action, and it's another episode of the Director's Guide right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. I am Graydon, and I'm your guide through the world of movies right here. As you see, I have my good friend Batman here saying, let's get nuts. Are you guys ready to get nuts when we talk about The Flash tonight? You want to know something? Before you do that, check the description down below. Find us where we're posting content every day. Down below, Twitter, the website, bloodlinenetwork.com. Find all of our socials down below. Interact with us. Tell us about your day. We have some awesome polls up. We have some awesome articles happening, posting daily. Check them out. You can also find me, Graydon, on all my social medias listed down below as well. So without further ado, there's a lot to talk about, and let's get right into it. I'm going to do this a little bit differently than I normally do. First thing I do is I normally take us through a synopsis. So I'm going to take you through this movie synopsis. Then I'm going to take you through the comic synopsis of what this movie is based off of. Then we're going to talk about the movie. And I have some awesome little video clips that I'm going to throw in from time to time for just some fun. Now... Here's our synopsis of The Flash, starring Ezra Miller, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, and Ezra Miller. Yeah, I know I said that name twice. There's a reason why. We'll get to that here in a moment. Worlds collide when The Flash uses his superpowers to travel back in time to change the events of the past. However, when his attempts to save his family inadvertently alters the future, he becomes trapped in a reality in which General Sada has returned threatening an annihilation. With no other superheroes to turn to, the Flash looks to coax a very different Batman out of retirement and rescue an imprisoned Kryptonian, albeit not the one he's looking for. And now here's the comic synopsis of Flashpoint that this movie is based off of. Flashpoint details an altered DC universe in, only, in which only Barry Allen seems to be aware of a significant difference between the regular timeline and the altered one, including Cyborg's place as the world's quintessential hero, much like Superman in the main timeline. With Superman himself being held captive as a lab rat by the United States government within an underground facility in Metropolis, hmm, sounds vaguely familiar, like, from this movie. In addition, Thomas Wayne is Batman, and I'll get to that in a moment. That's very interesting. And a war between Wonder Woman and Aquaman has decimated Western Europe. So that's the synopsis of the movie that we had first. And secondly, that was the synopsis of Flashpoint, which was big comic book arc, a big Flash arc a couple years ago. That it ultimately had that movie right there. That movie right there. You know what? And ultimately not only had the Flash movie that we're talking about today, but also had this one that spun off of it, too. And that, my friends, is Flashpoint Paradox right there. So I'm going to be talking about the Flash that just came out recently. But first, let's see who's here. Oh, uh, give it up to Dylan. How is it going, man? How are you tonight? Streets, it's Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman was here. If you guys didn't see the opening, you guys missed it. Check out the replay to see when Batman showed up. He was here, and he wanted to get nuts. So we're about ready to get, get nuts tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, before I get into the Flash, uh, you know what? I'll get into the Flash, and then I'll do this first. This movie was 
going in, I was a little apprehensive about it. Let's put it that way. All the ads I saw from the Super Bowl on were saying, oh, this is great, this is great, this is great. Look at all this action stuff. Everyone who I've talked everyone who I've seen who saw this movie, Tom Cruise, Stephen King, a few others of these say, Oh, this is a very good movie. This is the best superhero movie of the year. So you go into with, with these high expectations, and I'm kind of ex- uh, excited and stoked to talk about this tonight with you guys. First of all, it's the story of Barry Allen. We all know Flash is Barry Allen. Well, the first flat, the main Flash in DC that they go with is Barry Allen. There's Wally West, there's Jake Garrick, there's Bart Allen. Yeah, there's a whole slew of Flashes, <laughs> all with the same moniker of The Flash, but we're talking about Barry Allen. You might know him from the CW show played by Grant Gustin. This one in this movie was played by Ezra Miller. This is a sequel to Justice League <laughs> and the Snyderverse. So this is kind of like the second to last movie in the Snyderverse because Aquaman comes next. There's a second Aquaman movie that comes out and that's officially the end of the Snyderverse. that started with Man of Steel. But when we get into this movie... Barry is running late for a court date. You see him in a coffee shop. You see there, uh, so he quickly gets a message from Alfred. He goes, Alfred needs him in Gotham to help Batman with something. And this building, these robbers steal something from the bank. The bank starts, the building starts collapsing. So there's this opening title sequence that Barry has to do. And this sequence is actually pretty cool. It's a, um, him running and saving all these things, all these babies. He lines them up, puts them all on a gurney, and throughout the course of it, he's eating a hot dog, he's eating different types of food, because he has to keep his metabolism up, his energy up, because he runs way too fast. And his energy is spent almost right away. So, in other words, so that happens. So, that's awesome. He, you, The effects that they use to have him slow down time, that slow down time around him, are awesome. I, per, after seeing these here, I kind of like these better than the ones they used for Quicksilver and the X Men Days of Futures, Days of Futures Past, the First Class Universe, that universe. Kind of like the ones they used here, a little bit different. But Barry, like I said, his his dad's in in prison for killing his mother. Barry thinks he's innocent. His dad knows he's innocent. They go to they have one last court date. He sends Bruce, played by Bad Affleck, and. This movie, the videotape, and Bruce is there. He's a mentor. He's a father figure to Barry. And he's telling him, oh, this may not happen. We get a cameo in here, too, of something. I'm not going to spoil those cameos because I want you guys to all be surprised by these cameos. I want you all to be surprised by them. I'm not going to spoil who they are. But but they're fun ones. Let's put it that way. They're fun ones. So, in other words, what we're going to do is we're going... Flash is there. We meet Iris. She's a reporter. Her and Barry went to college together. So that's awesome that they're in college. They're both starting their careers in forensic science and journalism. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect way to go. You don't need you are you're building this world. Albeit this is a probably a one and done movie, but you're building this world. And this world is a great world to build on. This way. But my only gripe is a lot of the action takes place more in Gotham City than it does in Central City, where Flash is from. That's my only gripe about 
about where it takes place. That's my only, that's the only thing I hate about it. Then what we get is um, Barry is reminiscing about the past. And during the thing, he's reminiscing about his mom. He has some flashbacks as he sees his little teddy bear that his mom gave him, which was the last gift his mom ever gave him. He does this and he remembers it. So he tries to go back in time. To try and get his mom back to see if things would have been different. To see if his dad, like, just to get his mom back. He misses his mom. He wants her back. And this is where Barry's life always happens to go. Whenever Barry has a dilemma or whenever they need to reboot something with Barry, they always use this mom card. They use the mom card of Barry Allen going back in time to help his mom, to try and save his mom. From dying. However, it always messes something up in return. Barry, all for all intents and purposes in the comics, in Flashpoint, just wakes up one day and the world around him is different. He doesn't remember how it happened. He's powerless during the comic book arc, during the story arc. And you see, but here's the thing about that. Barry's powerless, but he uses his mind, which is his best feature of Barry Allen. He uses his mind, but sometimes even the smartest people can act stupid. However, Barry runs back in time, and we get this... This is when I say the graphics were kind of like, eh. We get this bowl. He's running this bowl. There's a circle around him, and each one, each time goes, and it becomes sand underneath his feet. So it moves down. It becomes sand underneath his feet, which I think is a kind of a cool concept of like an hourglass sands of time passing. However, he goes, he stops, he's in the time where he is, and this mysterious wraith, I won't call it a wraith because I'm, I'm using the vernacular for the comic books. It's a time wraith. Those, one of those show up, or so we think, pushes Barry out. Barry is stuck in the past right now. It wasn't supposed to be. He's stuck in the past. So as he goes through the course of the movie, he sees his mom and his dad. He pretends to be their son, Barry, who's only 18 years old. This, our, our main continuity, Barry, is like an adult. Finished college on his own. This Barry's still living at home with his mom and dad, which is hilarious because he sees him and he shuts him up. He goes, put, puts on a mask and like, ah, hides Barry's face and then reveals who he is and that Barry's freaking out. How they did this is Ezra Miller's long hair as 18-year-old Barry and short hair as adult Barry. Perfect way to tell the two apart, DC. Way to go. You guys did it perfectly. Then they go and he's trying to teach him the ropes and Barry has to redo his experiment to determine to give Barry, 18-year-old Barry, his powers. Because, oh, you have a date with Iris? You're actually dating Iris at 18? Whoa, he, he's shocked by that. So he ends up doing all this stuff. He actually does all this stuff, and it's actually a pretty awesome thing that he does. He he goes into he goes into where the accident happened in his lab, but he doesn't even work at this one, so he's sneaking in with Barry, with the other Barry, and they face their wall and they go in there and he recreates the thing. So our main Barry loses his powers. New Barry has his powers. So now they're stuck there, and Barry's like, I know someone who can help us figure this out. 
and how to get him back his powers. And then there's this whole scene of him not realizing he doesn't have his powers, so they start facing through the wall, and he can't. He kind of gets, you kind of see the eye right there. The way they did it is awesome, where Ezra Miller puts his eye up against the wall, and then they did some cool special effects with computers, and then they bring it out, and his eyes against the other side of the wall. That was actually perfect. I, I enjoyed that. It kind of showed his eyes facing, and you can see him running. Barry's run in this movie is hilarious as a Flash. It's like lanky and long, like like if you were six seven, and you weren't running just straight up and down. You were just like running. It, it, it's hilarious because it's like it's over exaggerated. Let's put it that way. It's over exaggerated. So Barry comes in. He does that. They do it. They go find their bat. They go find Batman. Okay, he he did it. first he does all this searching and we know Cyborg is still Vic Stone and he's a star he's a star football player, star quarterback of his high school in Gotham. Um there's no reference of Arthur Curry, Diana Prince, Superman at all. But Barry finds out that there is a Batman. So they go and see this Batman, and this is where the trailers all kick it. We meet Michael Keaton. It's good to see the guy back for Batman 89 and Batman Returns. It's good to see him. And he beats up both berries. He's sitting there eating pasta and explains what time travel is. He explains exactly what... I went to the public library to try to make sense out of all the madness. The place was boarded up, shut down, so I broke in and borrowed some newspapers. I don't get it, Doc. I mean, how can all this be happening? It's like we're in hell or something. No, it's Hill Valley, although I can't imagine hell being much worse. Oh, Amy. I'm sorry, boy. The lab is an awful, 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 awful mess. Atta boy. Obviously, the time continuum has been disrupted, creating this new temporal event sequence resulting in this alternate reality. English, Doc. Here, here, here. Let me, let me illustrate. Imagine that this line represents time. Here's the present, 1985, the future, and the past. Prior to this point in time, somewhere in the past, the timeline skewed into this tangent, creating an alternate 1985. Alternate to you, me, and Einstein, but reality for everyone else. this it's the bag the sports book came in i know because the receipt was still inside i found them in the time machine along with this it's the top of biff's cane i mean all bit from the future correct it was in the time machine because biff was in the time machine with the sports almanac holy shit you see while we were in the future, Biff got the sports book, stole the time machine, went back in time, and gave the book to himself at some point in the past. Look, <laughs> it says right here that Biff made his first million betting on a horse race in 1958. He wasn't just lucky, he knew because he had all the race results in the sports almanac. That's how he made his entire fortune. 
Look at his pocket with a magnifying glass. The almanac. Stole my idea. He must have been listening when I... It's my fault. The whole thing is my fault. If I hadn't bought that damn book, none of this would have ever happened. Well, that's all in the past. You mean the future? Whatever. It demonstrates precisely how time travel can be misused and why the time machine must be destroyed after we straighten all of this out. Right, so we go back to the future and we stop it from stealing the time machine. We can't because if we travel into the future from this point in time, it will be the future of this reality in which Biff is corrupt and powerful and married to your mother, Marion Rich. This has happened to me. No. Our only chance to repair the present is in the past, at the point where the timeline skewed into this tangent. In order to put the universe back as we remember it and get back to our reality, we have to find out the exact date and the specific circumstances of how, where, and when young Biff got his hands on that sports almanac. I'll ask him. All right, so as you guys can see, that scene from Back to the Future talks about how time is linear. However, the move, this Flash movie kind of throws that into a tangent. Let me explain. Here's what it is. The Flash movie makes it clear that time travel doesn't have a linear effect on the timeline. Time, a time traveler doesn't simply create a branching timeline, kind of like we saw there. When they change the... A historical event. Rather, their actions reverberate forward and backward across them, causing rippling changes in both directions, past and future. Thus, being a bowl of spaghetti. And that's how Batman in this movie, Michael Keaton, explains all this. It's like a bowl of spaghetti. Like, time is like a bowl of spaghetti. So, he does that. They, they explain. And by using his computer and the reveal of the Batmobile from 89, um, we find out that there's a Kryptonian being held in Russia. Kind of like in the Flashpoint, where there's one being held in, in um, what was it, the U.S. Well, you see, in Flashpoint, it's different, because now we're getting another Bruce Wayne. We're getting another Batman. And we're getting a, not a Thomas Wayne Batman. Which in the Flashpoint, it was Thomas Wayne, Bruce's dad. This is mom, because, because Bruce is killed in Crime Alley, not his parents, in Flashpoint. And Martha becomes the Joker, Thomas becomes Batman. Period. That's what happens. In here, we're getting Michael Keaton Batman. And it's very nostalgic. You hear the score by Danny Elfman. You hear his one-liners that he's had in those movies. Like, he first time he suits up, he goes, I'm Batman. And then he goes, nuts, you want to get nuts? So those scenes that we've seen from the trailers happen right in here. So we, we as we go through this movie, they go to break out this Kryptonian that's in there. And I say this Kryptonian because it's not Superman. If you see the trailers, it's Supergirl, played by Sasha Kale, who does a phenomenal job in here. This Supergirl is jaded. Like, she's been locked up in a bunker in Russia for years. Her and Clark's ships in the course of Man of Steel were separated at the same time. Hers landed on Earth. Clark's never made it. We find this out by Zod. Zod intercepted it and killed Clark. So it's uh, just 
Kara now, avenging that and everything. So the fight between Zod and all them happen throughout the course of this and the two flashes. Stuff happens, and so the other Barry, 18-year-old Barry, figures out, finds out that Barry traveled through time. He wants to do it, too, so he does it. He does it. And he starts having his effects. He starts seeing things that are happening that are constants. See, in here, these are constant, or these constants happen all the time. These are different points within that must be achieved. Bruce's parents die. How Jordan gets, Amundsen dies. Super Krypton explodes. These are events in DC Comics that happen no matter what. No matter what. Nora Allen dies. There you go. These are events that happen. These are constants that happen. And no matter how many times you go back in time, these constants always happen. Look at into the Spider-Verse. Look across the Spider-Verse. The canon events. These are canon events, which I like that terminology better. So this happens, and we we see that this other Barry it becomes the ATL Barry becomes the Wraith or the evil Flash in here as he does this. And so there's this scene where Barry and Barry go go at it, and they do it. And though older Barry wins out in the end and tries to and sets back to the timeline, or so we think he sets the timeline back. Something happens at the end. I don't want to spoil that reveal because it's another cameo, but well, honestly, Barry's dad is free. So Barry and him are happy. Him and Iris start getting together. So so it's building blocks here of what could possibly be a future of the Flash. However, it will be without Ezra Miller. Because right now, for some odd reason, it's tanking in the box office. Is it because of Ezra? Maybe. Is it because of James Gunn's announcement? Maybe. <laughs> However, it had the setup for that. And the good news is the director of this, Andy Machete, has actually been signed on to do Batman Brave and the Bold in the new DCU, which is a ray of hope if it's this guy understands the nuances of these characters. He under Because every scene that Batman's in, he actually makes it to where it seems like it could be a Batman movie. Ben Affleck's roles were awesome. Michael Keane's roles are awesome. So he understands the characters and how loved these characters are. And I'm looking forward to his view on Batman Brave and the Bold. So, credits roll. Awesome soundtrack plays. We get an end credit scene. I'm not going to spoil that because it's another cameo. And there's a bunch of cameos in here. So keep your eyes open if you haven't seen it yet. Keep your eyes open as to the cameos. They're amazing. And it will take you all the way back through DC history through Warner Brothers' DC history of projects that they've done. Projects that have succeeded, projects that have failed. So be ready for that. What would I give this? What would I give this in response to this? I mean, honestly, I'm going here from my enjoyment of this movie. I had a good time in the theaters watching this. There was times to laugh. Everyone in the theater was laughing. There was times to be serious. People were quiet. My wife, who's not really into superhero films, certain ones here and there, but not really into superhero films, loved this one. She went because Michael Keane was back as Batman. She enjoyed this film. And if someone like that, who doesn't really into the whole realm of superheroes and comic books, can enjoy the movie, so can you. 
don't don't hear what the critics are saying. Don't hear what the box office shows. There's some downtimes in the box office. We we all know this. But Flash is a good time overall, and it is a Flash movie. So if you're worried that it's too many cameos or everything, don't. Because I'm graded, and I'm going to tell you right here on the director's cup that this is just too sweet to beat. So go watch it. It's it's going to be a good time if you could get by some of the wonky CGI. Don't let that ruin your movie-going experience. Sit down, watch this, and enjoy it. And if you want to catch anything else to get your mind set for Flash, watch Man of Steel, watch Batman 89, watch Batman Returns. Watch Flashpoint Paradox. Uh, watch Flashpoint Paradox right here. Watch that as well. And there's those. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That's my primer for you guys. So watch those movies. And then go see The Flash, and then you'll understand a whole lot more of the Easter eggs and a whole lot more of the continuity of this movie. And if this is the end, this is the end of the Snyderverse. No more releasing the Snyderverse, no more this. This is the end of it. So without further ado, I want to say this this ride of the Snyderverse was a pleasure with this. It was awesome. Now it's time to reboot and regroup. of the Earth's molten core. The planet's rotation is compromised. The smallest change either way will mean freezing or burning. My best estimate is another billion deaths before we can get anything under control. Provided we can. I know everyone's been through hell, but we can't quit. If we work together, we can do this. We can save the planet. You know what you have to do, mate. Clear the board. Start again. Another flashpoint. Everything would change. Again. I can't. Yeah. Figured you'd say that. And some of those changes may be shite. And we may make the same mistakes again. It won't be perfect. It'll be a long sight better than what we got now. As you guys can see there, Flash rebooted the universe. So, we're now ge geared up for James Gunn's DC, folks. That's going to be a ride and a half. I can't wait. Thanks for watching and diving deep. Oh, oh, oh it's a deep burn.
Oh, it's so deep. Ah. Thanks for watching and cut it, going into deep, these deep dives with me, these deep cuts with me. Remember, check us down below for everything you need for all your wrestling, sports, entertainment. All your needs are right down there. Bloodlightnetwork.com. We have daily content. We have fancy football. We have fancy baseball. So for those of you gearing up for fancy football, we got stuff from streets with that, with the rotor slappers. That stuff is amazing. So check that out. Check out our website. Check out all the links down below for their stuff as well as mine. My, my personal channel outside of the network here. So find all that down below. And until next time, remember, I will be back here with you guys next week for a major Marvel meltdown. <laughs> That's going to be good. We're going to talk all things Marvel and the MCU next week. And where I see it going, I could be very wrong, but it's what the signs are pointing to. So without further ado, I just want to say, remember, there's, there's more to the movies than what we see on the screen. I'm Graydon. I'll be your guide through these films and their history right here on the director's cut. And we have someone who just popped into the chat. Let's see. We got Street saying good stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks for watching. Everyone who's popped in, thanks for watching tonight. And until next time, I'll see you guys later.